0: Welcome to the Small Business Show. My name is Swire from Garuda Promo. My guest today is Michonne William, uh, wine consultant from Vino Weed The Wine Life. How are you doing, Michonne?
1: I am doing really great, Swire. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: Great. Uh, I think you're the one one of the uh, best networkers that I know in, in real life. <laughs> and I know that you're always going out there networking and talking to people. Uh, but I n- know that before wine consultant, you actually worked uh, in the entertainment industry in yeah. advertising. How did you make that transition from entertainment to a wine consultant?
1: That is interesting time, actually. It was uh, not expected, but I can tell you this, that in the advertising industry, uh, there's plenty of drinking. So. <laughs> you know that is actually a credit the the advertising industry with helping me fine-tune and start to appreciate wine because we had really nice wines at dinner but at some point in that career things definitely started to change around 2008 when there's a lot of different things happening with um the world and and financial crises and everything. And so a lot of a business slowdown. And so to be honest, it wasn't a conscious choice. <laughs> it, the wine industry kind of, I just fell into it. After developing a love of wine and traveling up to Sonoma and tasting wine, I, I, I started to look to see what could the wine industry, you know, what does it have to offer as far as a, a career? So that's kind of how I fell into it. And I'm so okay. glad I did by the way. It's the best thing ever.
0: Great. So wanted to ask you more about, you know, finding a target audience. So obviously when we drink wine, we're different types of people, different mentality, right? For me, I would just go to see whatever on sale or I have a coupon, I'll buy it. But then also there are people that are very specific when they choose wine and they, you know, they work with you as a wine consultant. So how do you find the right, right client? You know, how do you, how can you tell if they need your service, or it, they, or they're just trying to find whatever alcohol that available. Yeah,
1: well, yes, that's a great question. It's true. I, I typically, if I'm working with someone, so one of the things I do is I. Uh, in person when we were doing in person but now all online uh, wine tasting so one of the things I ask someone is always are they you know a wine novice a wine enthusiast or a wine collector so that just kind of gives me a gauge of where you know their guests might be and so what that means is like if you're a wine novice you know maybe you're you know again just starting to dabble in wine you're more comfortable with um, the grocery store wines that are maybe you know 10 12 or so 15 dollars or so and Enthusiasts might be people who, you know, go out and do tastings on their own. They might be more, you know, willing to try a $15 to $20 wine. And of course, collectors are people who are, are definitely familiar with wine, know about wine, know what they like, and collect. And so um, you're right. There's well, first thing I'll say is that when I'm speaking about wine with people, whether it's socially or in a business setting, most people are interested in that topic they want to know more about it so it really helps me to start to ask questions of them and that's how I start to develop my clients just more generically more you know authentically uh, organically is because the conversation about wine is one that people are interested in and they want to ask me questions in turn I can ask them questions more about what do they like you know where do they get wine do they ever go tasting and that's how I can start to determine you know do they need my services do they work for a company that might need my services or Do they just want some recommendations, you know, on the fly, like right there? And I can certainly help with that.
0: Okay. Yeah. I I want to also ask you about networking too. I've been into a networking event with you. So we started, we went in and then as time goes on, you know, people got it, get around you because of all your advice. (laughs) So any tips that you wanted to share uh, on networking? Like how, how do you go into a business uh, networking setting to bring up uh, a conversation so people will start asking you and talk to you about wine?
1: Well, first of all, I'm always going to have wine, <laughs> you know, glass of <laughs> wine in my hand, right? So that's, you know, one thing. So as soon as, you know, I, I can always open a conversation if they're drinking something as well and ask what they are drinking. And then we start talking about the topic of wine or, you know, just, you know, what do people like or how, you know, how do you get into it? You know, it just becomes a big you know, big topic. And so it, you know it's it makes it easier to have those kind of conversations. And again, it's a very natural conversation to have.
0: but again, I think wine business, you know there's a lot of competition. you know, obviously the market is big, but then, uh, I'm sure that you know you uh there are online retailers there uh, you know, mm-hmm. retailers and that discount wine so yeah. how would you find the uh the market that you're in how do you really identify and go after your target audience
1: so you know a lot of it is it, it- It's just a a lot of it is just, again, speaking with people. Like it really, really is. So my target audience, you know, there is a range, you know, mostly in how I started was just people who enjoyed wine. That was, that was it. Mm -hmm. So it was, just became a conversation starter. At, at this stage, probably I'm doing a lot more uh, corporate events, corporate tasting. So at that point, you know how I find people is really you know businesses who might want to do gift giving, businesses who want to stay connected to uh, their their guests and clients. So the wines that I represent, they're not in a store. Most of them are not in stores; so they are exclusive, and they usually can just be found through you know me. So um, so that also helps me limit just you know what i can offer what i offer is limited but exclusive in that way so it's not necessarily grocery store um you know um not so much that they're not grocery store wines but i mean they aren't but you know um my target market is probably going to come to me partly because they're not wines that will be in a grocery store i guess that's what i'm trying to say
0: okay yeah um can you tell us a co- the concept for a power partner or you know, some people call it a referral partner? Mm-hmm. Because I know that you belong to different networking organizations. You're able to find uh, those people. Can you tell us the concept?
1: Yeah, so power partners really work well because we are people who probably have the same target market or we have the same groups of people who would use our products or services. So for example, I have worked well with event planners because they're planning a wedding and they or a special occasion and they need you know, a bottle of wine or they need a custom label bottle of wine. Um, other event planners are corporate planners and they're planning, you know, executive retreats or they're planning um, client appreciation events um, or prospecting events. They want to bring their clients together to appreciate them or to just kind of have some relationship building. And so, you know, it's great to have people that you can partner with and actually go after the same business and just complement each other's services. So that's my event planner. Um, I've had work with, you know, um, DJs. I've had work with, you know, florists maybe. So So basically
0: the idea is, you know, uh, people that are not competing directly with you, but then you guys have the same target audience. So that will make a good power partner.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and it's it's really—I mean, so in our networking group, you know, as you know, we have you know power teams, so we actually get together with all the power partners that could be together and work together to see, you know, oh, I've got something coming up could I potentially recommend the florist? Could I potentially recommend the DJ? Could I potentially recommend, you know, the, the you know, cleaning service for the event cleaning service? So those kind of, you know, power teams work really nicely together because we also come almost as a nice done-for-you package. Um, so you yeah. have less to think about if you're the client.
0: Yeah, so I I, I could imagine, you know, when you – planning a wedding or a corporate event, mm-hmm. uh, then obviously a party can go on without some kind of wine or beverage. Absolutely. So that's, you know, uh, very nice to bring you in. And then maybe there's a DJ and yeah. maybe there's a sound person or maybe there's an MC. Yeah. So uh, then you could put your own team. The whole power team can be on you know, different job or, you know, maybe sometimes it's the DJ that got uh, contacted and then, you know, you yeah. or she bring the whole team along. So that's right. Uh, no, that's a good. Yeah. How how many of your business? I uh, if if you don't mind me asking, that mm-hmm. comes from your power team.
1: You know, I have a lot of business that comes from my. Well, not you know, not so much my power team, like here and there, yes. But as my whole networking referral group, uh, a lot of business comes from right. my power referral partners. You know, I okay. have a, a lot of uh, people who enjoy wine, so they might be part of the the wine club that we have, the Wine Society. And certainly they're referring me to business uh, when people are entertaining and they need wine. Okay. Yeah. Well, I
0: know that uh, you bring up a good concept and I do want you to elaborate more on this. You know, you talk about uh, elegant appreciation mm-hmm. and then also up leveling the Zoom event experience. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, and how does that improve uh, a business trying to put on an event?
1: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, I use the term elegant appreciation because I think. So many businesses were constantly out to secure the business, right? Secure the job. You know, all of us are. And um, the elegant appreciation, how that comes into play, we're all familiar with it. Of course, Is maybe sending a thank you note or think, a thank you gift at the completion of a, a project or even at the start of a project to say mm-hmm. thank you and congratulations, we're going to do this together. Um, but it's just the, the act of really sending the message that I appreciate you. This is special to me. Um, I want to, I want us to work together, but I want you to remember me. I want to be memorable. I want to stand out as, you know, the the vendor for you or the client for you that really helped, you know, get you to the other side or help you, you know, achieve your goals. So, um, and thank you to you for bringing me on to allow me to do that. So elegant appreciation is also, you know, really delivering on, Whatever that appreciation is with a bang, you know, delivering it so that whoever's receiving it really feels like, oh, wow, like this. Like they feel that that feeling of surprise, that feeling of like, oh, wow, this is unexpected and so delightful at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by that. And and so wine sometimes can be like, oh, well, you know, people just get wine. But there are wines (laughs) that you can give that just blow people away. And it's everything from how it feels, how it looks, and certainly, of course, how it tastes. But there's all kinds of things that could be communicated when someone receives a bottle of wine that is something like they haven't seen before. Mm, okay.
0: That,
1: yeah, that's the well, that's the you know wow, the wow.
0: And I would assume too, you can also advise the client if they know, oh, this guy he likes. Uh, to eat stick or you know, this group of uh, you know people that I know, they they like seafood. So you could probably send them the wine that is specific to their liking.
1: Yes, we can. You know, yeah, it's like if you know what they like, then sure. If you don't know what they like, if the client doesn't know what they like, I can. I always point people to like this is you know these are the wines that make the impression like what kind of impression do you want to make, you know? And I can recommend based on, you know, what are the occasion, for example, is it a bottle of champagne, you know, because they've got something they think they want to celebrate. So there's a a lot of things we can do just to kind of, just to make sure that you're giving something you feel really uh, proud of. And also that the the gift recipient will feel really good about too.
0: That's great. I, I thought about, you know, uh, when I go to a store, uh, you know, 25 days before Christmas in December, <laughs> then you buy a, a, a chocolate, right? Every day you open up a chocolate. Oh, yeah. I could totally see that you, you know, if you want, you send the person 25 bottles of wine all the way up to Christmas. You're definitely going to make an impression. And if you're in sales, if you do that to some of your top 10 clients, yeah. they're going to call you. They're going to email you and, you know, Seriously. build a relationship.
1: Absolutely. I have a client, uh, a realtor client, to, you know, again, we do these custom label wines. And so every time he closes a deal for one of his clients, like they, you know, he helps them buy a house, he does a custom label bottle of wine with the image of that home. Wow. on the label so it's 12 you have to do 12 bottles when you do custom labels a case um so he always ships them a case of their own like custom label new home wine you know so it's there. it's like their house wine and then they can use that wine when they're entertaining for housewarming or when they just want to celebrate their new accomplishment their new milestone so absolutely you know that's
0: first that, awesome. smart because you know i i when i suggest you know People ask me how much of a promotional product I should get. Like what should be my budget? I I'll tell them, you depending on you know what how many if you make a dollar per transaction, you probably want something more economic. But then if you're selling a house, you know, at least, you know, we're talking about thousand, if not tens of thousands yes. of yeah. money, you know, a, a case of wine that's served a lot of purpose. So obviously your clients are happy. You know, yep. They're enjoying their house and now they're drinking your wine. Or they're having a housewarming party, maybe people from the new neighbors, right? Or people that they know from the old neighborhood coming in and they see your label. Maybe they want to sell or maybe they want to buy into the neighborhood. And then you can actually get your client to talk about you.
1: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So I just love that she tapped into it because that's exactly the thing. The wine is shareable and it's consumable, so people are going to take it with them. They're going to open that bottle of wine usually with more than just themselves, right? <laughs> they're not. They're typically not drinking, you know, a case of wine at home by themselves. You know what I mean? They're sharing it, they're gifting it, they're going places with it, and becomes a conversation piece for, you know, not just that gift recipient, but as you said, you know, the person who gave them that wine. So.
0: Sweet. yeah, I think all that you know advertising entertainment background do help because you you have done it before they you know yeah. it's all about wine giving you know yeah. for, in entertainment there's a lot of wine passing going on, so I think it works in a business you know we we got to think about when we give someone a gift, not just give them a gift but then knowing that who they might have contact with mm-hmm. and how they might be able to talk you up because if you, you send them a nice gift. Uh, whatever that might be, but it's relevant to them, they actually help you promote your business.
1: So true. And I also love what you said about, you know, the gifts – you know, should match, you know, what you, you know, what you received as the, um, as the business person. Right. And I I read or heard somewhere that um, actually I read in a specific book about business gifting called giftology, where uh, the gentleman suggested it's 2% to 5% of what your commission was or what you earned from that, that job. It should be the value of, of the gift you give back.
0: For a realtor, then it could be like you know several cases of wine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but two percent, yeah, it, it could be a case. How about the up
0: leveling Zoom experience? What what is that? Uh,
1: well, here? you know, so we're all on Zoom right now, and we're all you know trying to find ways to stay connected and, and make it fun because we're. Here in front of our screen, so often these days. But just upla- up leveling the Zoom experience for me might look like, you know, again, bringing in the music correctly so that people can hear it properly. It might be just kind of weaving in some different elements and things that where people might actually be able to use their senses on the other side of the, of the camera. So that might mean for me, um, and, believe, and this is what I mean by senses. Wine for me is a multi-sensory experience. We're using mm-hmm. our eyes. We're using our taste. So and our sense of touch in terms of the way the, mouth, the wine feels in your mouth, obviously what you're smelling. So there's a lot of pieces that are uh, a part of the wine tasting experience. So sometimes when I, if I'm doing an online tasting experience, I might send something in the mail you know, at a time to the guest. So they have something tactile, you know, to feel or something, you know, to taste that may part that might correlate to the wines that we're actually going to have in our glass for the actual experience. But in addition to that, of course, there's the all the other, you know, ambiance elements, which is the music or if there's video or just things that are not just um, a talking head experience with just me talking, right? So mm-hmm. trying to bring in a little bit more so that people feel you know, like they're getting more well-rounded or, you know, wholehearted experience of the wine tasting.
0: Yeah, I think with, we all been to a lot of Zoom meetings. I know people that go through like six Zoom meetings every day and they they look like zombies, right? <laughs> And then the, the last thing that we want to do is listen in uh, as a webinar, you know, where, you know, the, the person or, you know, the executive talk and then, you know, 50 people just sit there and, you know, pretend that, really focusing. I think what you can do is, uh, you know, I, I've been having a lot of conversation with our clients. Uh, mm-hmm. Normally they have event gallery uh, if they're a nonprofit or if it's a business, they usually uh, book like a hotel room mm-hmm. or a nice conference room to uh, wine and dine, 100 people or sometimes uh, 300 people. So yeah. normally they budget at least for, uh, you know, they spend five digits, sometimes a six digit. I've seen seven digits before for a very nice, elaborate party. They have the budget in there, but this year is all we—you know—the business industry is turning upside down. So we might not have those um, events around the yeah. holidays. Uh, but then, what I would suggest to do is think about—you know—all your employees, all the clients that you have. Been, they been—they might be stuck at home for seven months already. So they, they like that interaction and they like to mingle with their colleagues. And if you just do another webinar, you're going to lose a lot of people, right?
1: Absolutely. You, people are burned. They,
0: they might go there, but then their attention might not be there. Why not use the budget that you have and you know send them a care package, like a Dropbox? I think a, a wine would be very nice to do. You know, Imagine if you send everyone a nice bottle of wine. You know, they talk to you. Send you a nice bottle of wine. Uh, maybe they send you a glass or other uh, items that you think is good for the client or the employees. And then you still have your CEO to talk the business. That's us raise a glass. Then you actually have the wine,
1: that, yes. right?
0: You you get everyone to uh, participate. And then, like you said, you mix in with maybe a DJ, maybe mm-hmm. other motivational speaking, or maybe you can mix in games in there so you can still have a you know social distancing party and you, you could still going to have fun but yeah. then you might have to think a little differently like how you would normally host your events
1: totally and and you know i love that you mentioned uh the care package swire because you know i i've been able to you know actually use your services which i appreciate and you know Uh, putting together a really special package uh, with the wine, with, you know, specific, you know, uh, customized uh, wine glasses for the client and for their, you know, their guests, uh, wine opener, um, and just any other things can go in there, like, you know, that are fun and that makes sense for that particular client. So, I, I love that. I think, you know, who doesn't love getting a real fun package in the mail that's, you know, fun or colorful or, you know, that's fun. You know, I like that. So, I know That makes that helps helps us just feel more connected, it helps us feel like we're in this together and we still have a way to kind of share in experiences together.
0: Yeah, I think as as a salesperson, that's a good tool to take advantage of too, because you know, I've talked to some of them, they said, you know, we don't know, we don't want to call and you know just sell them. Like you should never sell, right? Right. But then they want to make an excuse to check in with their top 10 client and check in with people if You know, they need to meet their quarter in in Q4, right? Send them a care package, especially send them a a nice bottle of wine, something that's relevant to them, will make sense. Imagine, you know, that realtor, and you just send a case of wine to your client, which they didn't expect. I'm sure they're going to call you right away. (laughs) And then if if you send them something nice, they might uh, post on their social media or talk about you and your business. On the, you know, things uh, platform their influence on. So that actually help you uh, create your advertising. They talk about you or maybe people that they do business with or colleagues might actually know more about your business. So then you follow up with uh, a call at email, you know, so that actually can generate more business, you know, if you, if you do something you think about what people are at home right now, what do they need, you know, what are they looking for? Yeah. Uh, and I think you know, what you do is, is fairly uh, relevant because people are spending more time at home.
1: They're spending more time at home, so they're less worried about drinking and driving. That's one thing. The other thing, too, Swire, is that even before COVID, yeah, you know, I used to talk about the whole, you know, wall of wine or the, you know, overwhelm wall of wine, and that, you know, that overwhelm that comes from looking at that wall when you're in the store, and you know, this kind of being able to ship wine directly to someone's home, um, you're taking all kinds of that you, you're just releasing and easing so much of that overwhelm or around selecting the right wine too so there are they're, people are at home so they are consuming more but also you know you don't want to stand in line at the you know wall of wine overwhelm because most people want to get in and out of the store these days they, they don't necessarily want to sit there and look and wonder and you know, be confused about that and wonder if they chose the right thing. So, you know, shipping wine, good wine to people is, it is really appreciated right now.
0: Mm. So I know at the end, I wouldn't bring a wine consultant on without asking you for a wine recommendations. So um, what would you suggest, you know, like we're getting close to holiday season, yeah. uh, you know, maybe give us some uh, gifting ideas and other maybe seasonal wine that you have available.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's really great. So, for in America, you know, um, one of the you know holidays coming up, of course, is Thanksgiving. So, some of the wines that are typical during that that holiday and for that meal are going to be Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir, always good. And by the way, Pinot Noir is actually good anytime you go to someone's home for a dinner party and you don't know what they're serving. So Mm. Pinot Noir has some versatility there because it can go with a fish dish. I know a lot of times people think, oh, you you know, white wine with seafood, right? Red wine with like red meats and things. Pinot, because it is a thinner-skinned grape, it's a lighter-bodied red wine, can actually straddle both spheres. So it mm. can, can go with a, a white, uh, you know, a fish if you need to. It can go with a grilled chicken. It can go with, you know, a, a lighter red meat kind of thing. I wouldn't say nothing like too heavy on the red meat, you know, like a grilled thing, but it can kind of work. So... That's one thing I would suggest for sure for your uh, upcoming holidays, Pinot throughout the holidays. Um, sh- champagne, or we would do a cremant. So, a sparkling wine is always good. Uh, it doesn't have to be just a celebration, but that surprisingly pairs with a lot of different meals just across mm-hmm. the board. But also, it is very holiday, it's sparkly, it's celebratory. So, a uh, sparkling wine right now is, is always a good bet. Uh, Sparking wine or champagne. And also I would say, you know, for our palates, you know, red wine blends are, are typically a very good go-to because they're very easy to drink. Um, people just love them. Again, very drinkable. They're very, you know, Tuesday night friendly. <laughs> you know, you don't have to, you don't have to have them with a great meal. You can have a red wine blend with a pizza or burger or, you know, no food at all. So those are always Uh, Great go to's. Um, And then lastly, I would say again, um, not so much holiday season, but a a rosé, a dry rosé is also going to go well with your Thanksgiving meal, for example. So um, those are some of the, the wines that I would say are good go to's during this time of the year.
0: Okay, great. So, Bishan, if people wanted to reach out and find you and learn more about uh, your services, so how what's the best way to reach you?
1: The best way to reach me, honestly, is, um, I guess, email is a good way. Um, but my website is vinov.com, V-I-N-O, V-I-E.com, and contact form and everything is right there.
0: Okay, Thank you so much for coming on today, Michon. You know, great advice there. I'm sure that people can learn, you know, about more about wine going to your website. Thank you so much again for coming on today.
1: Thank you, Suar. really appreciate it. It's been fun talking to you. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.